business, we have one item. Consideration of an appeal of a decision of the Historic Preservation Commission to deny a certificate of appropriateness to allow replacement of a cedar shingle roof with a synthetic roof product in the historic district. This item will be presented by Catherine Cerniak, Director of Community Development. As a matter of introduction, tonight, the Council will be considering an appeal of a decision of the Historic Preservation Commission to deny a request for certificate of appropriateness for a roof project. The Council does not often hear appeals, and I want to be sure that all of us on the Council, as well as petitioners, neighboring residents, and all other interested parties understand what is before the Council for consideration tonight, and importantly, what is not before the City Council. The Council is not conducting a public hearing on this appeal. That work has already been done by HPC. The City Council is not receiving new evidence in this matter as explained in the City's guidelines for appeals which are included in the City Council packet for tonight's meeting. The Council will be considering whether to uphold or overturn the HPC's denial of a certificate of appropriateness for this roof project based on the standards contained in the City Code as those standards are applied in the context of the Council's other duties and responsibilities to the City. Alternatively, the Council could remand the matter back to HPC for further proceedings. Since we're ready to proceed, I would like to turn this over to the City Attorney, Julie Tappendorf, to briefly review the appeal procedures and the Council's responsibility in considering this appeal. Thank you, Mayor. Um, just a couple of notes. We don't hear these very often, so it's helpful to have um, a summary of some of the authority issues in the code and the appeal guidelines as well as the, the procedures. So first, the city code authorizes this body, the city council, to consider and decide appeals of denials by the HPC, the Historic Preservation Commission, of applications for certificates of appropriateness. And that code includes some procedures and timeframes for the city's consideration, um, but the real procedures or the meat of this, of the procedural side of things are included in the appeals guidelines. And those were included in the packet and the council's been provided with those. Um, so just a couple of notes, and Mayor Tackett already mentioned, that it's the HPC that conducts the public hearing. They receive the evidence, um, they hear the testimony, and then they make a decision. They are a final decision-making body, not a recommending body. Um, there is that authority to appeal that decision, which happened here, and then it comes to the City Council. Um, the HPC conducted multiple nights of hearings. Again, they weighed the evidence and, and made the decision. And the council's job is not to relitigate this or to hear new evidence. In fact, our guidelines um, prohibit the introduction of new evidence. The, the record is the record. Um, so, so the evidence or the comments that are presented tonight by the petitioner and anyone else that speaks really should be um, within the record, the issues that were discussed and vetted at the, the public hearing. Um, so there shouldn't be any new evidence presented tonight. Um, while the process seems very structured and complicated, it's not intended to be like a court proceeding. So, you know, we'll, we'll be as informal as we need to be to get through this. Um, the standards are important. The council's to consider the same standards as the HPC, 
except through, uh, through the lens of the health, safety, and welfare. And we have been through this before in previous appeals that the council also has other responsibilities, again, that promotion of the public health, safety, and welfare, as well as the city's fiduciary responsibilities. Um, so tonight there are uh, three options after you, you hear the presentations. Um, one, you could uh, uphold the HPC's denial, so based on the findings of fact that the HPC presented or any additional findings of fact. Alternatively, you could overturn the HPC. Um, that means that you would be granting the appeal. Um, if you decide to go that route, we do recommend that you if you were to vote to overturn, that you also direct us to prepare findings, staff to prepare draft findings for you to consider. Because the findings that are before you are the HPC's finding, which, was, which are consistent with the denial. And last, you could remand it if there was additional information or some direction you wanted to give to the HPC to remand it. Mayor, that takes care of everything from a legal end. Um, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Thank you very much. Um, so the appeal that we're hearing tonight, we're not governed by the same 17 standards that the HPC took into account in rendering their decision. You are. The, the, codes, the, the code, city code specifically says that the city council is to apply the same 17 standards but through uh, right. sort of the context of your broader um, powers and authority. Right. The standards still are um, relevant to your decision. decision. Okay, great, thank you. Mm -hmm. They're relevant, but they're not determinative. Um, they are, they, you are to apply them. The code specifically says that you are to look at this appeal in, in the context of those standards. So you are to apply those standards, but you do have a broader responsibility as well. Right. But Thank you. Thank you. Are there other questions? No? Okay. At this time, I would like to invite the petitioners to present their appeal. Uh, I would rom remind you that you will have five minutes for your presentation. And as I will ask, um, others to pay attention to this time limit. I ask you to please adhere to the allotted time. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mary Therese Williams. This is my husband, Greg. Those were not presented to the HPC, to okay. my knowledge. So they were, they were, they were so they were already Right, that that was not part of the actual record, and and the workshop is not part of the public hearing. So those were not considered as part of the HPCs. So that would be new evidence. Is it possible to pull up our presentation? I'm sorry, could you introduce yourself again and, yes, and state your I address, absolutely please? absolutely will. Okay, thank you. And just so I'm clear how this works. Okay, so my name is Mary Therese Williams. This is my husband, Greg Williams. 
We live at 333 East Woodland Road in obviously Lake Forest, so we're in Ward 1. Um, this is our first time at a city council meeting, so thank you for having us. Um, and i just like to make sure that I'm clear um, as well. Is it okay to assume that you have read both our petition and the appeals? Okay. I think it's fair to assume that we have all read all submitted information. Okay, I don't wanna be redundant. As well as the proceedings of the HPC. Absolutely, okay, sounds good. So um, what I'm here to share, um, obviously, and I just wanna kinda ground you, what is was our petition about and our appeal about and what are we asking for from you? So first and foremost, this is about our roof. Um, it is a required structure um, that we have to ensure and it protects our five children. Um, it adds value to our home. Um, it is not a nice to have, it is a must have. Um, it is not uh, an enhancement to our property, um, you know, adding a pool or adding something fun to our backyard. So that's why we're taking it very seriously. Um, that's why when told not to appeal or not to petition, I really didn't have a choice because it is something that's significant to us and our family. Um, what this is also is solving a problem that is nationally recognized. This is not a 333 East Woodland Road problem. Um, this is something that is prevalent among the construction industry, insurance industry, lumber industries. Um, it is not just Lake Forest in our home. Um, we have tried young wood, as you read in the petition, young wood, cedar is um, becoming an issue. It has failed us. Um, and in addition to that, I think, you know, you've read our insurance company and our insurance broker has also made that very clear. Um, and there's over 200 homes in Lake Forest that have also said no to Cedar. Um, so again, it's not just 333 East Woodland Road. Um, maintaining a visual appeal to our home um, and meeting those 17 standards has always been part of the consideration. Um, we love our home, we love our neighborhood, we love our neighbors, and we do not want to take away any value from Woodland Road. Um, and so I want to make sure that's very clear and that is how we've landed on the Da Vinci product. We explored multiple products, which I have and have been shown, um, and I feel very strongly that uh, Da Vinci is really the right product for, uh, for our home. Um, some of the things that we have been talking about or why I appealed is there have been inconsistencies and I appreciate your willingness to let me come and speak um, and come and appeal. Um, those inconsistencies I've experienced over the past six months, I don't intend to go through them nitty gritty. I'm more than happy to offline and have had conversations with those who'd like to hear about some of them offline. I don't think it's necessary. I think there's a couple things that I just would like to have recognized. Um, obviously, we know synthetic material is a scary thing for a lot of people. Um, there's been synthetic material that's done well, and there's synthetic material that is not, and so I completely understand why the Historic Preservation Commission wants to take this very seriously, and I want them to as well. Um, it is not our desire to put on um, an unappealing and not appropriate synthetic roof. Um, so 
one of the important things to uh, discuss as well is we've taken a couple issues with some of the um, the uh, information that's been documented. First and foremost, um, we are appealing because um, our approval was denied and it was told that we need to workshop this, that we need guidelines for us to put this roof on. And I respect that. Um, but in April of 2021, uh, a home in the historic district was actually also up for composite siding. Um, I referenced that, so I'm sure you all have listened to it. There were no guidelines for that approval of that composite material. Um, and so I'm just questioning why our guidelines required for now for a roof. Um, that's making basically the same argument. It is also my belief that these guidelines will probably never happen. Um, it was referenced in the April 2021 meeting that there was supposed to be a workshop to establish them. Again, in the April 2021 meeting, there was a to-do to have a meeting and set these guidelines. Uh, two years later, a week before my meeting, uh, these guide this workshop happened, and um, there were no guidelines that came out of it. Uh, my yeah. Uh, I'm just going to ask you, can you yep. take 30 seconds to finish up, please? Sure, sure. Um, so I apologize. I had a couple clicks. Can you give me a reference of what that was? <laughs> Is it 30 seconds? Is that what those? That was, that was time. Okay, thank you. Um, so those, th there are no guidelines. There was supposed to be a meeting on September 14th, and that did not happen. There's no meeting to date scheduled to set these guidelines. Um, and so... For that reason, um, I think that we're just continuing to kick the can. My ask of you is that we can have an unbiased conversation. We can make a decision before the end of this roofing season, um, and that uh, you know you can give us an opportunity to defend our position. Okay. I hope that was thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, are there any questions at this time for the petitioner, or should we hold off until the end? We'll hold off until the end, if you don't mind coming back and answering questions if we have them. The HPC will be represented tonight by Director, and Ka Director Kathy Cerniak. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. Uh, HPC Chairman Maureen Grinnell did designate me to provide a brief summary of the Commission's discussion. Uh, they did, as was mentioned, consider this petition over the course of two meetings. Um, they, at the end of the second meeting, they acknowledged that this is an important issue that they need to study further and address and asked the petitioner if they would like to withdraw or have the matter continued. At the petitioner's request, the, plan, the HPC did take two actions. Recognizing the urgency of needing to replace the roof, the Historic Preservation Commission granted a certificate of approval approving replacement of the roof with either asphalt, the original roofing material on this house, which was installed in, when the house was constructed in 1928, and replaced in 1964, or cedar shingles, which were put on the house in 2001. 
Uh, the commission took a second action and voted seven to zero to recommend denial at this time of the synthetic roof material uh, to allow them to study it further and come to some conclusions as they have done with windows and with synthetic siding. In both cases, the commission has in the past approved criteria and moved forward with approving certain types of those project products with specific visual characteristics. In summary, the board looked at their standards. A number of standards didn't apply because this just was a roof. Uh, they found that the current material based on the information available was visually incompatible. Visually incompatible uh, had to do with uh, characteristics. They identified texture, finish, randomness, aging. Uh, standard nine, visually incompatible with surroundings. Um, it was distinguishable as presented as a manufactured material, appeared as an imitation of wood. Uh, the profile and thickness, the end caps, the ridge caps were significantly different, particularly on front-facing gables, which this house has. Uh, the commission looked at standard 12 and found that the materials as presented did not preserve the historic character. It altered a distinctive feature in this house, in this case, the roof is a very dominant feature and very prominent from the streetscape. Uh, standard 14, they found that the proposed material as presented was inconsistent with the architectural style, colonial revival, um, recognized that the house had a history of both asphalt and cedar shingles. And finally, the commission uh, found that standard 15 was not met that when in fact material cannot be repaired or restored, that replacement should be done with a material that is of a composition, texture, finish, uh, other visual qualities that replicate closely the material that's being replaced. Standard 17, based on the information available, the reversibility and whether the installation of this type of a roof would impact the fascia, uh, the eave, um, other elements of, of the structure. So based on those findings, the HPC did recommend denial and they were clear to say at this time, the Historic Preservation Commission has again acknowledged this is an important issue that deserves their study. They are uh, working to schedule another workshop and my guess is that they will likely identify some characteristics of a synthetic product as they have done with siding that, that could be approved and could perhaps be found to meet the standards um, as they move forward. The city attorney did present the council options, did review the council options, uphold the decision of the Historic Preservation Commission, overturn the decision. If you choose to do so, we would ask that you direct us to prepare findings based on your comments or you could remand this matter back to the HPC. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you very much. Okay. Although this is not a public hearing, I would like to offer those members of the public who desire to provide comment on this matter an opportunity to speak. Each speaker will be given two minutes to provide public comment on the appeal as stated in the city's guidelines for appeals. Please remember that the HPC has already conducted the public hearing on this matter and council members have been provided with and are well aware of the testimony and evidence provided by those of you who participated in the public hearing. 
So while we look forward to hearing from you, there is no need to repeat what you have already stated before the HPC. The city clerk will keep track of each speaker's time, so please pay attention to her cues on when your time is nearing an end so that we can move forward and ensure that everyone who is interested in speaking has an opportunity. Are, is there anyone who would like to address the council? Please state your name and address. I'm Laura Luce and I live at 111 Ridge Lane and tonight I am representing the Lake Forest Preservation Foundation. Uh, the LFPF supports the recommendation of city staff and the unanimous decision of the HPC to deny a certificate of appropriateness for the replacement of a natural cedar shingle roof with a synthetic material. The home at 333 East Woodland is a contributing structure in the East Lake Forest Historic District and therefore requests for alteration must be bound by the 17 standards specified in the ordinance. While several standards are not satisfied in the petition, we feel the most relevant standards are 7 and 15. Standard 7 requires that, quote, the relationship of the materials and texture of the facade shall be visually compatible with the predominant materials used in the structures to which it is visually related, end quote. And while standard 15 does not require replacement materials to be identical to existing materials, it provides that they, quote, should match the material being replaced in composition, design, color, texture, and other visual qualities. In the workshop conducted by the HPC, a panel of six architects concluded that synthetic roof products currently available are not visually compatible with historic structures and are not appropriate for historic districts due to appearance. This visual incompatibility is exacerbated in this roof application because the house currently has cedar shingles, not shakes. The smaller dimensions of natural cedar shingles make the roof appear lighter and more refined, complementing the architectural features and design elements of the house. In contrast, the proposed synthetic shakes are heavier in appearance than natural cedar and will not have the natural variation or behave the same over time, which is of concern for an historic structure that contributes to the district. Last, we agree that asphalt shingles would be a suitable compromise given that asphalt is, is an historic material, was present previously on the house, and relates visually to other houses in the district. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are there any others who would like to address the council on this matter? Okay. Again, please state your name and address. Hello, my name is Martha Zeman. I'm at um, 395 East Woodland Road. Um, and I'm simply here to say I'm, I'm a neighbor. Um, I, we did a pro, uh, restoration of our house and met with historic preservation. It's a very detailed process. Um, I am not an expert on roofing or any of the things, but I am a neighbor and feel that um, this home has been meticulously maintained over time. This is a family that um, is invested in the community. They have five children who will who go into our school system. It's a beautiful home on the street. I see no reason to believe that they would ever do anything that would um, hamper the, the the property or their prominent location on that street. So I just, as a neighbor, am saying that we would support the proposal that they have put forward. That's it. Thank you very much. Are there any other questions or comments relative to this matter? Please state your name and address. 
Bob Moltonelli, 420 East Woodland Road. Um, one, I've been involved in historic preservation for quite a while. Um, I uh, restored an 1844 church in LaGrange, Missouri, and part of, in, in addition to other things, uh, I got an award from the state of Missouri for my uh, efforts. Um, I'd like to make two points. Uh, one, uh, today's cedar, although you can go and buy cedar, cedar shingles or cedar shakes at a Home Depot, they are nothing like what used to be considered a cedar shingle. Uh, they deteriorate, they cup, they crack. Uh, it's very difficult to install. I think at the same workshop, um, they were negatively viewed. Secondly, asphalt shingles that were invented in 1903 have nothing in common with today's asphalt shingles. I have here, and I can give it to someone, how an asphalt shingle is made. It has nothing natural about it, nothing historic about it. Um, I think that uh, living on Woodland Road, I would much rather pass a Da Vinci roof than an asphalt shingle roof. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are there other comments? Please step up. State your name and address, please. Hi, Alice Moulton Ely, 420 East Woodland Road, like my husband. Um, I hope you saw the letters we both wrote to the, for the previous um, APC meeting. They detail some of our thoughts, more detailed thoughts. But at least tonight, um, from what I understand, there have been a number of delays since 2021 to try and resolve the question of whether the Williams can install a synthetic roof with a shingle called Da Vinci. They need a new roof now and have been working on this project for years please at least grant an exception at, th at this point for the Williams to protect their house from further degradation and raccoon attacks by supporting their appeal and overturning the HPC's decision. Remanding it back to the HPC would further delay the project <coughs> or risk denial again. In due time, the HPC and our city can decide whether to revamp the historic preservation ordinance to accommodate the reality of today's building products for roofs. Evidently, all six architects in the city's workshop said that they would not use wood shingles for a roof, and only one, one, had used a synthetic at all. However, all deemed the synthetic not to <coughs> properly replicate the look of wood. It seems then that visual authenticity is in the eye of the beholder. My husband and I went to look at Da Vinci roofs in non-historic districts um, in the parts of town where it's allowed and could not tell the difference between them and real wood shingle roofs. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are there any other comments? Please come up, state your name and address. Hi, my name is Carrie Sherman. I stayed a little later. I'm a photographer for the city of Lake Forest. It's an honor to be a part of uh, this meeting tonight. Um, I live at 1272 Winwood Drive, Mayor Tack and uh, staff and city council members. Um, I bought a three-acre property and a wooded lot, and I put a new roof on. 
this past year. I got three bids, and um, I will tell you, I have a flat roof, so you can shake your head right now. Flat roofs are tricky. And um, in order to do something that is going to be appropriate, you should get multiple bids, and you should do something that will be sustaining long-term to protect your family. And from an, an aesthetic uh, design decision, which is very important to Lake Forest, which I love because I own a business here, I ended up hiring a company that has been in business for 40 years and put a very beautiful pea gravel substrate on every level of my flat roof that matches my driveway. It is a beautiful roof. It cost me so much money that I eat sandwiches for dinner. <laughs> Having said that, and, um, on behalf of uh, this family that wants to have a Da Vinci product, as long as it looks very similar, and I rehabbed a house, I bought it as is, and I had the best contractors, and I fed them every day, and I paid them in cash on Fridays, and I got permits. We're good. So having said that, if this is, if this is a design decision, my um, request is to consider is the Da Vinci product uh, causing emission issues to the environment? And could we consider staining things and matching as best as possible with really good general, con general contractors and roofers who know what they're doing, because I believe in them. So I, I believe in putting a roof over a family's head. Okay. Thank, Thank you for you listening. Sorry, Ramble. Are there any other comments? Okay. Hearing one more. One more? Okay. Please state name and address, please. Jan Gibson, 59 East Franklin Place. I just retired from the HPC right before this petition. The HPC has given you a seven to zero decision. I'm also getting my master's in historic preservation, and on Saturday I just turned in a 30-page paper on a very timely topic using alternative materials in historic districts. I have a few unbiased current findings to share with you tonight. Uh, the National Park Service that oversees historic districts clarified the use of alternatives. In their first criteria, they state alternative material can be used in, in kind, wood for wood, stone for stone, when the original materials, when the original material is available, unavailable. While there is a discussion about availability of cedar, there is Alaskan yellow cedar and Canadian cedar, both. Uh, for a simple statistic taken in this chamber that we still have cedar available, we found out that 42.8% of the HPC commission members just had or are having new roofs made with cedar shingles. It's a pretty large percentage in a small group of owners. I explored a 2009 survey of 18 mid-sized cities using alternative materials, and in 2019, these cities were revisited. There were more alternatives accepted, uh, including some synthetics, because the quality had improved of the alternative materials, and these materials had been thoroughly tested. I believe this appeal should be denied on the lack of quality of the synthetic wood shingles due to four reasons. One, the material is so new 
that has not yet been tested thoroughly through third-party testing. Second, the material has had problems with UV rays and fading. Third, the brittle nature of the material is problematic. And four, there are problems with edging and coping. Bottom line, the material isn't ready yet for our historic districts. For these reasons, please support the HPTC's decision and deny the appeal. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any other comments? Okay. Hearing none, at this point, we'll bring the matter back to the City Council for questions council members might have of the petitioners or other party before the council discusses and takes action on this appeal. Alderman Preschlack. Hey, Kathy. Can you give us a, a sense on the timing it took to for the siding installation that was synthetic in terms of, oh gosh, you know, there's petitions coming up with this material, but we don't have guidelines or criteria to the point where uh, the, so the new criteria was established and the HPC was actually using them and the 17 design standards to adjudicate a petition. What was the turnaround, the process, and, and what would your sense be in terms of the HPC now and its composition to do the exact same thing, how long would it take? When, um, it, and it's been in fairly recent years, uh, the HPC was presented with a petition that proposed the use of synthetic siding. Um, the HPC discussed it, I believe, over the course of two, no more than three meetings. Uh, in that case, the petitioner provided significant information and actually had uh, very large mock-ups built on site, side by side with the natural woods siding and with the product. Um, so over the course of probably two to three months in that case, the commission was convinced that the standards could be met with a product not of a certain manufacturer because the HPC doesn't pick and choose manufacturers, but a product with certain visual characteristics. And I believe that the HPC is, is prepared to do the same with this. Certainly this, this appeal has delayed some of the review processing um, of the HPC, but the HPC, again, made a point when they uh, approved a motion to deny of saying at this time, they are very aware that this is a discussion they need to have quickly and really understand the entire range of synthetic roof products so that we can assure that if they move in the direction uh, that they identify visual characteristics that will assure that the synthetic product is of high quality. We all know there's a whole range of uh, quality of, of various products. So I believe before the end of this calendar year that the HPC will have um, made a final decision on, uh, on synthetic roof products and have identified what type could be found to meet the criteria okay. or the standards. And I have a question for the petitioner. Uh, so Ms. Williams, um, can you just comment on the current status of the roof? Are, are there leaks in bedrooms? Um, are there holes in it? I mean, wh like what is the, the yeah, hardship? Yeah, and I so apologize. I am happy to show you pictures on my phone. So I have two leaks in two of my children's bedrooms. Uh, the hallway, the paint is currently coming off. Uh, we didn't know we lived in a historic district. So I had spent two years researching and doing my homework only to have our petition or our um, permit sent 
to find out that, guess what, we live in historic district and it needs more approvals. So I did not intend to put my back up against the wall. My back's now against the wall. If I, I have to get it done because we have, and again, I can show you pictures. We have leaks that are coming through every time it rains. The last month, my daughter has water that comes down um, and leaks on her bed. We're <laughs> doing kind of stopgap measures to address the, the areas of concern. So that's what we've been doing since we've purchased the home, to be honest with you. And I mean, that's why we had the raccoon situation because we tried to patch. Um, at this point in time, the roofers cannot do anything more because the, the roof is so brittle. I have a sample of the roof, one of the existing shakes that's on the roof. They can't go up and do any more repairs because the moment they're gonna just keep breaking. Thank you. Um, I, I have a question, Ms. Williams. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I mean, your testimony is very compelling. But Kathy, to Alderman Preschlack's point, is there something that can be d done on a temporary basis? And you know, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm thinking about the library dome. You know, we had a plastic sheeting over that for how many years? Six years now? Uh, is there something that can be done to protect their home that again, in, in a temporary measure, I'm encouraged to hear the direction that you're going in, but I also understand the, uh, the timeliness of this issue. Uh, is there, are there any other alternatives that can be done which could possibly get them in that direction? That would really need to be discussed between the homeowner and their roofing contractor or a variety of roofing contractors, but certainly from the city's perspective, we see homes that take temporary measures uh, to protect whether it's a roof or siding all the time, sometimes uh, for extended periods of time, much to the neighbor, neighbor's dismay. But certainly temporary uh, fixes are, are possible if the homeowners choose to do that. Thank you. Alderman Nose. Thank you, Mayor. Kathy, you had mentioned that the Historic Preservation Commission had started the process or was prepared to start the process of evaluating synthetic options. Do you have a sense that they would have come to a decision had there been more time that would have allowed, whether it's the proposed Da Vinci product or something else that the commission would have found acceptable in, in again, in a short period of time? The uh, the commission did start this process. They did hold a workshop and, and invited in six architects. Uh, they saw um, products that were provided by staff, a variety of project products, natural products and synthetic products. Um, and based on the commission's conversation at their last meeting before they voted, my sense is that there is a very clear commitment on the part of the commission to address this issue and address it expeditiously. Um, I, I think we even heard from at least one commissioner who was biased and, and uh, very committed to looking for a way to support the petitioner, but found that some visual characteristics of the product presented uh, did not quite satisfy the standards at this point. And again, I, I think um, my sense from the commission is that they want to be sure before they widely open the door and say, any synthetic product is permissible, that they can come up with a set of visual characteristics 
that would allow a product to ideally meet the standards. So I believe they are committed to moving this discussion forward quickly. Just to, I'm sorry, just to bring it home again, do you, from what you have seen, does that exist? Or are we just chasing our tail? I think the, the commission certainly has concerns, but I also heard the commission uh, to a person recognize that the availability of quality cedar is limited. It's out there. Um, we, we probably had 40 homes re-roofed in cedar uh, as a result of the last hailstorm, so that product's out there. But I, I, don't, I can't give you a guarantee, but I believe the Historic Preservation Commission is committed to studying this closely and talking with vendors. Um, we've, we've heard one product referenced here. There are a whole bunch of companies that produce this product. And what we saw with siding over the course of a period of time was that the, the manufacturers responded to the con concerns that were raised and improved the product. So I, I believe there's a solution. I think the commission will come to a decision quickly. I can't guarantee what that, their conclusion will be. Thank you. Alderman Preshline. Yeah, I just have a follow-up question on that then. So, so how do you envision the process working? Do you envision there, there's a series of workshops and a bunch of vendors come in and they talk about the product and the commission evaluates it and then there's some back and forth and so some knowledge and discovery, but then there's criteria uh, or product that map to the standards and the issues, and then there's approved vendor list almost, or products, or not? Or is it still gonna be case by case? So how would this be implemented, and, and how will we really know that, the, you know that it will get in the mix, so to speak? Again, I can't guarantee what the commission will do. What they have talked about is identifying visual characteristics, not manufacturers. The, the commission can't identify a just like city staff can't say we'll only right. accept projects from this architect. Um, the commission has already reviewed a number of samples. They've talked with architects. The commission has requested the opportunity to do a bus tour, which we had scheduled and, and are working to reschedule. They want to see real-life examples of different synthetic roof-type products and compare those to other roof-type other roof products, whether it's cedar or slate or metal, mm -hmm. tile, we have all sorts of roof products in the community. Um, my sense is that after the workshop, the commission will have the discussion. Are there a set of criteria that synthetic products, whether they be shakes or, or shingles, uh, could meet that would allow the standards to be met in their determination? Yeah. I think they would look at finish, sheen, Thickness, um, what, whether the product attempts to imitate a, a natural product or not. There's been some discussion about the, the wood imitation perhaps appears a bit more manufactured and less random than, than the slate product. So I, my sense is that they will evaluate whether there are a set of visual characteristics that whether it's made by company A or company B, they will be able to look at and then certainly the commission does look at petitions on an individual basis. But there, there needs to be some consistency as they apply yeah. the standards. And last question, and then I'll, um, I'll stop asking. Uh, are there other communities like Greenwich or Darien or 
on the North Shore that we can short circuit the, you know, this workshop, this process, so we could get to an answer faster? We are currently, we've done some of that research and we're continuing to do some research. There certainly are communities that have historic districts that allow certain synthetic products. And that's all information we are preparing for the commission. Alderman Novit. Um, I noticed in the report reading the minutes and comments by commissioners and neighbors and everybody that weighed in, um, one of the big questions was how it's going to age and how it's going to look as it ages because of the way Cedar Shake ages and, and asphalt ages. And with the synthetic materials, have they been around long enough to age to get some sense of what the aging process looks like? That is one of the concerns. There's also a concern that different quality of synthetic materials will age differently. Again, just like good quality cedar shingles or poor quality cedar shingles. So that is something that will be investigated. They certainly haven't been around for 40 or 50 years or, or more, but I, I believe the commission will look at that question as well. Alderman Weber. Thank you. Kathy, can you recall when the first roof in Lake Forest with the synthetic product was installed? About how many years ago? I don't know the year, but I, I do know that it was... Um, My parents' house? No, it, it was before that. <laughs> um, Alderman Preschlack, can I... Um, sure, Alder yeah, yeah. Alderman Preschlack's father-in-law, many years ago, um, came before the Building Review Board at that time and his house is not in the historic district and the synthetic roof products were not uh, permitted in the city and he made a very good case. His house is, is deep in the woods and there was a site visit, there was a lot of investigation of uh, the quality of the trees, the amount of moisture in the cedar shingles and it was a very in-depth presentation and to my knowledge that was the first time a synthetic roof product was approved in Lake Forest. Again, after due diligence, but it, it shows over the course of time, the boards and commissions have absolutely moved from um, what used to be required. Uh, in, in follow up, um, so I, I would applaud the commission to take action on their research and move forward w with doing their more investigative to come to a, a set of metrics or guidelines that can be used moving forward if they find something that they feel is acceptable. Um, you know, being in the fourth ward, we see homes that are allowed to put on these synthetic materials. And that's something that's special about being in the historic district, whether you knew or not. And I sympathize greatly with the condition that you're currently mm -hmm. in. And, and you mentioned, you know, the time that you need to make some repairs. So when the commission goes and does their work, I would recommend that they maybe go by these homes that maybe they've had the roof on for 5, 10, 15 years now and see what product was used. And I can only imagine things have even improved more and more since then and not necessarily limit to a specific manufacturer. I do think it's important to, to respect the HPC's decision. Um, but I, as some of my fellow aldermen have commented, I think it's really important that we move quick, that the commission moves quickly to look at these type of materials so that they can have the most new and innovative options for our residents to consider. Alderman Waldeck. Let me just ask, so after the HPC considers 
the alternatives for the synthetic roofs. Would that then require one, an amendment to one of the 17 characteristics that the HPC has to look at when granting or denying a request? It, it could, but it would not necessarily require an amendment to the standards. If there are visual characteristics of the product, again, I'll go, go back to siding, um, that, that the commission has identified as being characteristics that will allow the product to meet the 17 standards. So I don't know that, that this discussion will um, in, involve a specific amendment to the, to the 17 standards, which come from the Secretary of Interior standards. So the, the city didn't make those standards up. But those standards would have to be amended or changed by city council, I take it. If, if it, there were a, in their direction to HPC. If there were amendments proposed to the 17 standards yeah. or any part of the city code, yes, that would be a recommendation from the HPC to the city council. But the, the commission could also, without putting in the, in the code, at, they, they review petitions all the time and they make that analysis. Um, and most of the time it's not appealed to you, but they make that analysis of whether or not those 17 standards are satisfied. So if a code amendment was proposed, yes, it would come back to the city council. But as the code amend, as, as the standards stand now, they've been denied. And there, there is no wiggle room at this point in time to allow them to build the roof based on those 17 standards. Based on the application of those standards to the petition decision at the last meeting again they they acknowledged at that meeting that they needed to do further research they needed to learn more but at the petitioners request they took action to deny as opposed to continuing the petition mm -hmm. but but yes based on the the decision of the Commission based on where they're at today they determined that the standards that were identified were not met okay. Thank you, Mayor. Say, you know, I think for the rest of my council members, this is an ongoing process of review and re-review. When we deal with new materials that come to market, it's the responsibility of all of us, including the HBC, to continue to keep um, reviewing these products so that we can provide our, our our citizens the best opportunities and the best products to to, to clad their homes. Um, there's no guarantee, I don't think, if we do spend an exhaustive research on the synthetic products that we will approve them at this point in time. But we will be in the mindset of continuing to review those materials so that we are prepared when they are appropriate that we can be using them in the historic um, districts. We don't want to get into a situation where um, we're limiting our citizens to um, having to, to, to put a roof on their house for which there's no insurance or for which there be an extreme uh, cost associated with it. So that'd be, so I think right now as it stands, I think as the HPC has, has reviewed their criteria, I think they applied their criteria correctly. Other questions from Alderman? I just, I just have a few comments. Alderman and, Gosh, and again, I think, um, question 
that Alderman Waldeck brought up uh, was germane. I was just curious in terms of the process and would there need to be an opening of that code for modification of the 17 standards. And I think you've answered that <coughs> question for me. Uh, but I would echo what <coughs> Alderman Walther has just said. I, I think we're duty bound to continually look at these things, but looking more globally beyond your particular issue, um, I think we're, we're placing a pretty significant burden on people who reside within historic preservation district and quite honestly throughout the rest of the city of Lake Forest there are HOAs that require cedar to be placed up there and not synthetics um, and as you look more globally in terms of insurability um, it's going to be become problematic as we all of us have seen probably within the city our our homeowners insurance as most of us those premiums have doubled uh, there are people who uh, are now going to be faced, and I think the insurance industry will, in the not too distant future, not insure cedar roofs for full replacement value. Um, so I would encourage the commission to look at this in an expeditious manner and look beyond just those 17 standards. Um, it's concerning to me because I think we're, we're in a world now with various external factors in terms of the severity of the weather. I, I think we have to be more flexible. Um, regrettably for me as the 17 standards sit in front of me and I, I don't know if I'm the most sympathetic one to your situation up here but I'm one that is terribly sympathetic. Uh, I wish we could approve it but based on the standards as they are and in the particular area within the city that you live um, I, I, um, I, I genuinely would have to side with the Historic Preservation Commission and think that they did an excellent job and I want to acknowledge Commissioner Grinnell, right, um, the chairman and, and the work that they did. Um, it's particularly frustrating because I, I do feel your pain. Can I have the opportunity to speak? I just think it would be fair. <laughs> yes? Um, one comment, but you have had yes. five minutes. So, so I would vehemently disagree with the decision of the HPC being a unanimous vote. That vote of seven was based on the consideration of all roofs, not my specific roof. So the visual compatibility of what I presented and my Da Vinci product is very extremely visually compatible. Okay. It is, and I think I, I should be allowed because there are several things that have been stated uh, by well, the but this, city this that isn't, are inaccurate. This isn't, this isn't a hearing for you I, to present new evidence, and, and I, I appreciate that. But hear that, um, that the commission found these not acceptable because if they were looking specifically at mine as is, and as Kathy has said multiple times, the role of the commission is to look specifically at the individual petition, not the entirety of composite roofing. It is how compatible is the Da Vinci mountain shake on our home. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I was on the city council. Uh, I'm on the city council now. I was on the HBC for six years, and I chaired it. And you know those seventeen, those seventeen design standards. Um, are applied to an individual petition, but the compatibility is within the neighborhood and the streetscape. And so the, the petition and the city's interpretation of the standards and the HPCs 
interpretation of the standards were consistent. And so part of our responsibility as, as, as city council is to support the community development processes that have worked well in, in the community. And there's really, if you look at the process and how the staff interpreted those standards to the petition and the HPC did, there was really nothing that was not done, in, it was not done correctly. Now, I understand that as a homeowner and me included, I would feel the same way. We have sympathy for that. And I think that's why I'm, I'm very anxious to get the process moving with the HPC. And hopefully there's some way at the micro level to address the issues that you have at your home so we can catch up. I mean, I think that th th that's the conundrum and I, I think we all feel that. Um, but we also have to be advocators and supporters of a process in the historic district that served us well. And in this particular petition, there were really no glaring errors in There's application. There's a lot of glaring errors. Oh, there might be two. No, no, and I think <laughs> There's a lot of glaring errors. Okay. Um, and I, I, I have a question. Um, so as I understand it, uh, there has been an approval for either a cedar roof or an asphalt shingle roof. Is that correct? Correct. Um, and I'm assuming that there are quality and aesthetic components that apply to those approvals as well. In other words, there has to be a cedar roof of certain approved quality standards and or an asphalt roof that has certain aesthetic and quality standards. Is that correct? Or it's correct. not just any cedar roof or just any asphalt shingle roof. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. Are there further questions or comments from the alderman regarding this matter? Okay. The um, next item is to move forward with um, a motion. Uh, and am I correct that the motion initially should read to uphold the decision of the HPC? Is that what I'm asking for? Uh, I suppose it's at the at, at the pleasure of whichever whoever wants to. Well, make we the have first to motion. start somewhere because there were three, and and I think that's if if you get a motion maker for that, then yes, that would be. The way to so proceed. is is there a motion to either uphold, or remand, or uh, reject the decision of the HPC? I'd like to make a motion to deny the appeal and uphold the Historic Preservation Commission's uh, decision. Regrettably, but that's a motion I'd like to make. Okay. Is there a second for that motion? motion. Okay. This will be a roll call vote on a motion to uphold. Uh, the decision of HPC um, regarding this matter or deny the appeal. Alderman Okay, thank you very much and we appreciate you coming and, and presenting to us tonight.